Welcome back to another episode of Sidrid's podcast. Very special guest today, Michael Blanc, who is uh, an investor in apartment building. Uh, he's an entrepreneur and he's a force to be reckoned with. So I think you guys are going to be really excited to get to know him. Uh, but Michael, welcome. Sidrid, great to be here. Thank you so much. Uh, so tell us quickly about yourself and we can get... Uh, we can go deeper into apartment uh, uh, building, uh, investing in apartment buildings and, uh, you know, like, but first, how you got started? Tell us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I probably got started like, like, like many others who are, you know, have a W2 job. I was always told to get, you know, good grades and get a good job. I got a degree in computer science. And so when I first got out of school, I was a computer programmer. Late '90s, I was part of a, a software company called Web Methods. Was one of the early employees there. And in 2000, we actually went public and put a bunch of money in my pocket. And then I read the awful Purple Book, Rich Dad Poor Dad, and so, it subsequently ruined my life because the my idea of financial freedom. I, basically, I started my pursuit of financial freedom, and my big idea. I did a bunch of stuff. First of all, I quit my job because I had money. That came home to my wife, and I declared I'd quit my job in pursuit of financial freedom. So I flipped a couple of houses. I traded stocks and options a little bit, you know, and I took, an, a, I took a commercial real estate course. Uh, but my big idea was restaurants. So I bought a, a franchise of restaurants and hired a guy to run it all and then opened, you know, pretty soon I had six, six, eight, eight at the max, eight restaurants. And that worked pretty well until the recession came around. And then it stopped working so well. And I spent the next five years trying to extricate myself out of the restaurants. Long story short, I subsequently lost my IPO millions in the great restaurant debacle. And while this is going on, I was trying to dig myself out of the hole with real estate. You know, when everybody thinks real estate, they're thinking of wholesaling or flipping or landlording. I thought flipping because I flipped a couple of houses back in right before the recession. It went really well. So I was just, I was just started flipping houses. So we flipped about three dozen houses and three years. So I'm working 80 hours a week, losing my shirt on the restaurants, trying to get out of those, making money on the house flipping and, and basically not <clears throat> losing money at the end of the day. And I then sort of accidentally got into an apartment building in 2011, remembering my commercial real estate training from back in 2006. I got it from one of my wholesalers, got into it. That alone was a nightmare. But the point is after about a year, it stabilized and I kind of got bored with it because flipping houses is much more exciting. Until I finally paused long enough and went, my gosh, what was I looking for? Was I looking for passive income? Yes. Was Is house flipping passive? No, it's not. Meanwhile, this building is sending me $1,000 a month in, in, in mailbox money. And I thought, I am an idiot. I've, I've been wasting my time or distracted three to five years flipping houses when, in fact, I should have gotten an apartment building. And that's kind of when I pivoted. And so I started blogging about it and developing courses and then, of course, started doing uh, apartment buildings. And today we're one of the leading authorities in helping people uh, learn about syndication, how to raise money and how to get into apartment buildings. And, and now we know it doesn't require any experience and it doesn't require your own cash. And so that's very exciting. That's amazing. And quite a career. So congrats. I mean, uh, I'm sure you, you had all the ups and downs. Uh, before we dig deeper into the uh, investing in, in apartment complexes and buildings, Tell me a little more. How did Rich Dad Poor Dad ruin your life exactly? Well, so it it plants this idea of uh, passive income, right? Which to many people, including myself, was a new concept entirely. 
but it and it and it doesn't tell you how to do it. It just mentions things like real estate and mentions things like cash flow business, and the reader is left to their own devices to figure out well what should one actually do to generate said cash flow. And so when you're and so my cash flow business was the pizza rest. It was this restaurant franchise that was my cash flow business. And on the real estate side, like so many people, it's usually a single family house strategy. And neither of those actually got you to passive income. If I look at it in hindsight now, none of those strategies actually was going to get me where I wanted to go. I thought they did, but they didn't for various different reasons. And so that's why it ruined my life. It's 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 really It really didn't tell me how to do it. And what I want to do now is take the purple book and put the yellow book, which is mine, right behind it. Because the yellow book shows people how to actually take that dream of financial freedom with real estate and actually implemented with apartment buildings. The trouble with it is, is that most people in their minds, when they, soon, when they hear about apartment buildings, they immediately go, oh no, I can't do that. I don't have the experience. Let me get some experience. I don't have any money. Let me get some money. And so five to 10 years, I'll quote graduate apartment buildings. And so now we know you don't have to do any of those things. You can literally, if you want, skip the single family house investing and get right into apartment buildings. Really interesting. And we'll we'll post the uh, link to your book in the show notes uh, so people can go and buy it. Um, that's very good. And my question would be, so you, you do have a mentoring program where you talk about these things. How is How is the mentoring program unique and maybe different than what's out there, uh, what other people are doing? Well, first of all, I think mentoring is something I didn't really pay too much attention to in my own career. And I have noticed that, like, for example, uh, restaurants, I didn't have a mentor. That failed miserably, right? House flipping, I had a mentor. In fact, the first postcard campaign I sent out, I actually got two deals off of that. And it's because of mentors. So in my own life, every time I have a mentor and advisor, the ROI is you know, vastly is always 10x and, and larger. And every time I haven't, I struggle. I try to figure things out. It takes longer. I make big mistakes. And so, and so in anything you're trying to do, uh, where there are mentors, back in 2006, there really weren't any. No one was teaching this kind of stuff. It was kind of the secret thing that people have been doing for decades, but no one actually showed you how to get started. And so now, you know, we have that. And so being able to work with a full-time syndicator is magical, right? Because uh, now today we're you know we're we're following a proven system. We call it the Dealmaker Blueprint. We have a methodology for teaching someone how to get into syndication, so that within 90 days you are uh, very confident in speaking with brokers and investors, right? Which you don't need years of experience, and you're working with uh, with people who can support you. You get into a network not only uh, of your peers, other people who are doing what you're doing, but you get access to syndication experts, and that's helpful, right? It's not it's, oh, yeah. it's helpful. Uh, to be able to break uh, break into that, but we also have other a lot of free resources. We have uh, we have uh, the podcast, we have the book as well, of YouTube channel. Uh, so typically, what happens? A lot of people just they get intrigued and they look at it and they follow it and they go, "Huh, is this something that I see myself doing?" Right? And and if the if the answer is yes, I don't have all the details, but it's like it's very interesting. At that point, you might want to go a little bit deeper. But in the beginning, you're just going to check it out. You're going to check out the the business opportunity. And so gotcha. That's typically how it goes. So how long? So is it like a 90 day, you said? 90 day course? As a typically or... what we have is, I mean, we have what we call the dealmaker journey. The dealmaker journey is probably five years long, right? Typically it starts off with, hey, I'm thinking about quitting my job. How do I quit my job? What can I possibly do? Okay, so typical th thought is I want to quit my job. And so that's the first part of it. Uh, the first milestone is your first deal. 
and and typically that takes about uh, six months for someone to do a deal if they're working with you know directly with us. It can take a little longer if if you're just kind of figuring out on your own. But people who work with us do a deal around six months, and then typically, once they do their deal, they quit their job within six, possibly twelve months, right? So within a year, people are literally able to quit their jobs because of the power of the apartment buildings and the amount of money you can make in, in syndications. And then what happens is. Uh, you have to scale, right? So we have, as part of the dealmaker journey, we have kind of what we call a dealmaker professional. Once you've done a deal or two, you're like, oh my gosh, this is pretty cool. I think I can scale this business. Oh my gosh, how do I scale this business, right? So we're teaching people also how to scale their portfolios to to a thousand units uh, to the end of leaving a legacy, right? So what is all this money and all this financial freedom is typically to make a difference in the world. And so we map that out over you know three to five years and help people not only do their first deal, quit their job, but then scale to very large portfolios. That's outstanding. And I mean, some of these numbers that I'm reading from your website, uh, you've helped your students purchase over 13,700 units, which are valued at 635 million. Um, and you're on track to do another thousand units over the next 12 months. So Congratulations! Um, yeah, thanks so thanks so much. And we 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 have our own apartment investment portfolio ourselves, and that's pretty yep. cool. It's about three hundred fifty million dollars, uh, and that's really neat. Um, but but I I what lights me up more is helping other people do their first deal, quit their job, and scale their portfolio. So that's that's really why we're talking right now. Yep. So do you see most of your students getting into apartment investing within? their first year, six months, first couple of years. I mean, everybody's situation is different. Um, but, and do you believe in, let's say, buying one unit at a time or is it mostly buildings all the time? It's always buildings. Now, you can start as small as a duplex, right? Well, we're going to try to encourage you to think a little bigger. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Uh, as long as you're buying that duplex with a multifamily mindset. So there's a lot of, single foam investors who will just buy one duplex after another thinking it's a basically a, a two single family houses. That's not what I'm talking about. If someone comes in and says, I want to quit my job with apartment buildings and I'm going to start with a duplex within three deals, they're going to be, they will have quit their job. And it's because even if you start off with a small one, let's say two units, your comfort zone expands so rapidly that the next deal you're going to do is probably somewhere around the 10 to 20 units. And once you do that, your comfort zone grows to between 50 and 70 units. Right. And so your comfort zone grows, you know, almost exponentially, which is why even if people start with a duplex, yeah, it might take a little longer, but they're going to get there. It might take a little longer than six months. It might get there. They might quit their job in 18 months. And what we normally do when you're working with us, you're working with a, when you're working with someone who's done what you've done, you know, and, and you're like, oh, I don't think I can do this. And you're like, oh, you can do it. It's so easy. Let me tell you. And you're like, you listen to this person a while. And you're like, gosh. Maybe I can do that, right? Maybe I can do something a little bit bigger. Maybe I maybe I can actually raise a half a million dollars. Maybe I can raise a little bit more if I partner with someone, right? And so when you start learning this a little bit and you start believing at that point, you can start taking steps in that direction. And most people, I think the average deal size for our students is about 50, 50 units, right? So, and many of them come in with, like I talk, you know, thinking I'm going to do a duplex or I'm going to do a 10 unit, but they end up doing a much larger deal. And it's because you're exposed to people who feel a 50 unit is kind of a small deal, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't <laughs> think small deal, but maybe you're right. And so it, it basically what I'm saying is you don't need 10 years of investing experience for you to grow your comfort zone. It can be done 
very rapidly. And so we have something, the first 90 days I'm talking about is what we call dealmaker certification. It's basically 30 days of learning, right? Another 30 days of practice in a, in a, in a market that you're not going to buy in. Right. Uh, and, and then you build your team and, and then another 30 days and you will have a high degree of confidence speaking with brokers and investors. Right. So that's the first 90 days. And that gives you about three months to kind of do your first deal. And so that's why when someone follows that blueprint, uh, the result is almost always predictable if they stick with it. Right. Some people don't. They're like, oh, this is very tedious. I thought someone would do this for me or, or deliver a deal to me on a silver platter. Which even even in single family house investing, you know, is not true. So you gotta yep. you gotta stick with it. You gotta be consistent. But uh, people who are consistent, that's kind of the results you're getting, and it's it's great because it works for people all uh, from all different parts of life, whether they have money or don't, whether they know people or don't, and whether they have experience or not. We don't really see a correlation. Gotcha. So you're looking at deals all over the U.S. or um, outside of the U.S. too? Does some of these do you have uh, international students as well? Uh, not so much international. It's typically in the United States. Uh, we focus typically in the Southeast, um, so in, in, in the Atlanta area. But typically, the Southern climates is is where the, the markets are better for really any real estate in general, not just apartment buildings. And it's because the population is moving into the warmer climates. They're moving in from both coasts or from the mm -hmm. north down into Texas and down to the uh, the Southeast and that's where the population and the incomes and the jobs are growing. And therefore, the real estate is rising in those areas as well. Gotcha. So for someone starting brand new, why why would a real estate investor hire a mentor like you? Well, there's always two approaches. First of all, well, okay, let me back up. It's It's really to accelerate the process and to avoid big mistakes in general. That's why you always have you know, that's why I hired a, a mentor for the house flipping thing is I wanted to, I wanted results sooner, not later. You know, I'm a pretty smart guy. I can figure stuff out, but I, I, I know that uh, I didn't want to flail about. So I, I, I was perfectly happy to do so with the restaurant business for some strange reason. I don't know why, you know, and you see the, 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 the result of that. So it's really to accelerate the results that your desire, whatever those are. In this case, you want to do your first deal and quit your job. And I surely yep. would love to do that in the next 12 months. Right. So if, if I want the next 12 months and not five years, then I'd like to work with uh, a team or a mentor or I want to connect with a network. I want to follow a proven system. I want those things. And, and however, and for, you know, it does cost money to invest in in coaching and mentoring and things of that nature. So uh, you'd have to invest in yourself. Now, the good news for, for us, if if uh, if you, if you don't have the money to invest, it's OK there are other resources we have shy of actually working with a human one-on-one -on -one to get you through this thing. We have online courses, for example, we have live events. We have, like I said, the YouTube channel. There are people who just have, uh, have grounded out, you know, they, they just go through the online course and, and they figure it out. It takes them longer. Yes, but they figure it out. In other words, you got it, whatever you have, you use to get ahead, whatever that is. Right. Yep. And, but, but the, the, the bottom line, if the thing that they all have in common is hustle, that's it. Whether whether you have a mentor or not, you need hustle. And I even I asked Grant Cardone on, on the podcast. I know you interviewed him as well. I asked him what's the secret of your success. You know, I thought, oh, it's my plane or my Bentley or something like that. And he said he paused for a second. He says consistency. And I thought that was super boring, but I thought about it. I was like, it's so profound because it's so true. Yeah, it's consistency, doing small things each and every day that gets the results. And I think back to your question, working with an experienced person, 
work using a system that has worked for many, many people before will simply accelerate that. But no mentor or coach can do those things for you. You have to work that system. But 100%. The yeah, that, that, that combination of consistency, uh, system, and advisor, though that combination, it's lights out. It, it's, it's always going to work. I agree. I agree. And just a correction. It was Gary V, not Grant Cardone. Oh, Gary V, shoot. Yeah, yeah. That's even better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, but no, just wanted to correct that because I don't want people going on the podcast looking Where's for Grant. Grant. Grant? Grant. I'm looking for Grant. But I, I, I love Grant too. You know, he's, well, he's awesome. Gary, that's uh, that's strong. Also, I, yeah, uh, I'm sure he probably wouldn't disagree with what we just talked about. For sure, for sure. Um, so the financing portion, especially now that you know there's recession fears, or we may be in a recession. What are you seeing now? Is financing harder to get or your methods or ways of raising capital always work in any environment? Well, things, they change, right? You can always get financing, but it changes, right? So for example, right after COVID, financing changed and you have to, uh, you have to modify how you analyze deals. It's also called underwriting, how you underwrite a deal, right? Mm-hmm. If your interest rates is 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 higher, you have to model the deal with a higher interest rate. If you get a lower loan to value, you get lower uh, less money for financing. Well, if that's all you can get, then you have to put it into your analysis, and therefore you can't pay as much. And so, what's happening typically right now is not that the uh, the prices have been have went down from March. March of this year was probably the high point um, to some degree, even on the single family house uh, house uh, prices mm-hmm. and. And and really the only reason they've gone down was of several things such as uh, interest rates going up, yes, but most importantly it was that the lenders felt that the the they couldn't get a handle on the speed with which interest rates are going up. In fact, it's still kind of the case. Yep. We don't really know if the Fed is going to keep hiking rates and at what speed. And so, in a lender's mind, that introduces a level of risk. Their trial is trying to mitigate. The risk, and the risk is not with collections and expenses, okay? The fundamentals are very strong. Their risk is in where interest rates are going to go, and they're always trying to hedge their risk. And and you can see that they're having trouble doing it because of uh, the lower lower pro, uh, loan proceeds you're getting in with with uh, with loans. So therefore, the, lo- the lending side has changed. So as an entrepreneur, what do you do? Do you go crying off in a corner, sucking your thumb, or do you figure out how do you get yourself in deals? Because there's still people who want to sell. Some actually need to sell. How do you get yourself in a deal? What can you possibly do? Right? So you become resourceful. If I only get 60% load of value on, on traditional financing, and I get, let's say, uh, 15 to 20% of equity from investors, how do I bridge the gap? Right? So some people say, I'm going to raise debt. It's called like uh, preferred equity, but it's basically like debt. And many investors love the preferred equity. They want a, they want a straight eight or nine percent interest. They don't care about the ooh upside projections. They just want a straight interest rate, right? And so some people, a lot of people, find that very attractive. And we may or may not use that kind of thing. So the point is this: the market always changes. There's something about the change. It, as long as the fundamentals are strong, you want to continue investing in it. Are the fundamentals strong? Yes, they're incredibly strong. Inflation is so good to real estate. Right. And so you have inflation driving up not only expenses, but rents. Right. right? Income is going up. Okay. That's good. Now, interest rates are going going up, but so are the rents. Right. So you still have this gap where you can, we can make money. The fundamentals are strong. You can't build any more affordable housing. So 
there's more and more people moving into the South and you can't build affordable housing. You can't build class B or class C housing. So there's a growing number of people who are going to quote compete for the same housing stock. Well, it's going to go up. So the fundamentals are strong, but how you got into that is now different than it was two years ago. So we have to adapt. And that's another benefit of working with a mentor. These guys are doing their own deals and they're going through the same problem that we are. We're all talking. We have our own masterminds with each other. How do we adapt? What lender are you using? How are you raising this? How are you, how are you underwriting your deals right now? And, and so through that, you actually able to get into really good opportunities because the price is down. And, and the, 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 the lending will stabilize. It might stabilize at a higher interest rate, but who cares, right? As long as a lender can, can project where interest rates are going, are going to stop, the loan to values will go back up. So this is a, this, this is a short-term t- time in the market. Yep. But like COVID, we got into two deals after COVID because we were able to quickly adapt and become resourceful. That's amazing. I'm sure you get this a lot, but hey, if I have no experience and no money, is this the right move for me? You know, like learning more or being part of the mentoring program. It It is. If you want to be net financially free with real estate, like you read the purple book and you're like, this is really cool. How do I do it with real estate? If you're going to do it with franchises or maybe online marketing or some other mechanism, I'm not your guy. But if you have real estate on the brain, I'm your guy. <clears throat> and the cool thing, the reason it works for so many different people is because in a syndication, there are typically partnerships. It's not just you, yourself, and you. It's not you stewing in your own juices. It's typically you and at least one other partner. And, and this is because a syndication requires two different kinds of people. One is more of an analytical type person, detail-oriented person, a numbers person, typically more introverted, okay? Those are great at finding deals, analyzing deals, getting the deal done, uh, managing the deal, very detail-oriented, very very operational. The other person is the exact opposite. They're very relationship-focused, right? They have the gift of gab. They love talking to people. Uh, You know, uh, the sight of a spreadsheet makes them break out in a cold sweat, right? But you need those kind of people. Uh, for raising capital and then also to market the business so you can raise more capital. And so typically what happens is both roles are necessary in a syndication. And that that covers like 98% of the people. This is why syndications work for both introverts and extroverts are both necessary and very unusual that they're both in the same person. So if you want financial freedom of real estate, it is something you should uh, look into seriously. Yeah, absolutely. Michael, this has been very insightful where where can we follow you and support you? Well, thank you so much for, for the question. Uh, we put a lot of our free resources into what we call the Freedom Vault. Over the years, we have a lot of free downloads that we and we all put it in the same place and it's the Freedom Vault. Uh, and so the, the, the link I'm going to give you uh, has a link to the Freedom Vault and also to the podcast. Those are two free things that people can check out. It keeps them busy for a few weeks. And it's at thefreedompodcast.com forward slash Sidget. Sidrit. Sidrit. Sidrit, yeah. Your first name. Okay. So the freedompodcast.com forward slash Sidrit. And that has a link to both the podcast. You can just click on it and it's, it brings it to whatever, Spotify or something. And then the other one is the Freedom Vault. And in there, there's an ebook on how you can raise money. There's an ebook on how to analyze deals. There's actually even a free copy of this book in there, which is Financial Freedom with, uh, with Real Estate. It's on Amazon's 10 bucks. So you have a PDF version in there as well. And, and, and so this, this, this book is going to be a good uh, foray introduction into the world of syndication and, and what it entails. I'm going to have to check it out myself too. 
Uh, thank you. And I'll put everything in the show notes. I'll put the uh, the links in the show notes so it's easier for everyone to click on them. Uh, but I appreciate you. It's been very insightful for me, myself. Uh, you always have these like hurdles in your head and, and thoughts that, oh, it's so tough to get started, uh, especially doing 50 units or 20 units, right? Uh, so it, it's great to see that there are resources out there proven resources, people doing it every day. So uh, thank you for your time. I really appreciate you. Hope to catch up with you again in the future. Thank you so much. It was great being here. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Your support means so much to me. And one way for you to support me is by following this podcast and liking this episode and also by leaving a review. In addition, don't forget to check out my Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube at sidrit.veseli for more daily content. If there's anything I can help you with, message me directly on any of my platforms. Thank you and talk to you soon.